Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Why, yes, it is in time for some critical thinking. It is Friday. That means the fryer will... uh, We'll get uh, cranked up later in the show. Of course, we're going to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. And we will get to our very final uh, B or not the B for the week as well. But before we do all of that, we're going to play a brand new game on the show. Um, I I just feel like, you know, just kind of had enough. And I just want to have a little bit of fun on a Friday. And... um, just kind of enough of the insanity, the chaos, the spirit of the age, whatever you want to have it. Um, so we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to play a little game of would you rather each and every Friday here, at least through the rest of uh, July. So if you like that and you want to let us know to keep doing it, great. If you hate it, um, well, then let us know as well and and we'll move on. Um, but yeah, we're going to start the show with would you rather. All right, Pat, would you rather... Biden be president for the next 30 months and you have to get jabbed or Kamala Harris becomes president and you don't have to get jabbed. I'm going to go with option B. Hmm. And why? Um, one, uh, my body, my choice. Hmm. Okay. So I, I I would rather have the bodily autonomy and the incompetent of a presidency, which doesn't really change what we already have. So at, at least with the Kamala Harris presidency, she doesn't have dementia. She's just stupid. So <laughs> why don't you tell us how you really feel about her, Pat? Uh, I, I just did. Mm. I just did. Mm. So 
that that would be that would be my my reasoning behind it. I, I would much rather have her no jab forced down my throat. I, I, wait a second. Are you saying that you would prefer to have a president who actually knows if there's a person to his or her left and right? Y- yes, I would. Did, did you see that video yesterday? Because our president is over in Israel right now, right? They Did you see the video yesterday of him literally trying to, for about the third or fourth time in his short presidency, because we haven't even gotten... Uh, into year three of his presidency, we're mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. we're about to the halfway point. I can count at least three, if not four, times that this has happened. He literally is shake, trying to shake hands with air. Uh, he I, thinks I, there's I, somebody there, and there's nobody, literally nobody, within an earshot of him. I didn't see the video, but I definitely heard about it. Oh my god, it's it's really bad. Because then you've got the prime minister of Israel who was standing at the podium to it would have been uh, Joe Biden's left. Right. So Biden moves to his right and does one of these. There's nobody there. The prime minister literally comes up to him and points him to the direction of the chairs that are over there. (laughs) I mean, this is just an this is embarrassing at this point. It's a national embarrassment and it has nothing to do with Joe Biden's health. Okay, and I want to be clear on this because that's not an embarrassment. It can happen to anybody. Right. It's brutal. It's tough to watch. It's hard to deal with as a family. I've acknowledged that a thousand times on this show. I've talked about how how deeply personal that feeling can be for myself. It's the people that keep propping him up is what's making it embarrassing. Yes, it's the people who decide, you know what, we should... You know what we should do? Let's put that man who can't be lucid for more than 10 minutes at a time in front of a microphone for the next 30 minutes. Nothing bad could ever happen. You know that. And it's not about hiding Biden. Okay? It's not about hiding him. It's not about, you know, the the old uh the old uh FDR move where you can't uh you know, you only shoot him from the waist up, right? Or right. or whatever have you. You don't take pictures below the waist. Um it's not about that for me. It's not about their ability to hide him. It's about the fact that they continue to trot this guy out to prop themselves up, number one, and then to to Machiavellianly take over at some level. They see this as their way to gain power, right? This is a power play by the people around him because they know that they can manipulate him into doing and saying exactly what they want him to do, whether that is right good or just and we see it when we talk about the economy right or when mm. biden uh, uh, yeah well 92% of them say they would vote for me anyway right but it, but but they don't want you to run so it doesn't matter if they would vote for you or not guess what 92% of republicans would probably vote for donald trump if he were the nominee even though most of us at least 50% of us say Hail to the no, do not run again. And now, speaking of the Trumps, by the way, um, rest in peace to Ivana Trump, uh, the former president's first wife, um, you know, the, the mother of his three most famous children, um, Don Jr., Eric, and Ivanka. Um, so rest in peace to Ivana Trump. Um, we we hope that you, um, you know, and the family get some healing over time and... Um, 
you know, what else can we say? Um, that having been said, Pat, um, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I would take uh, Kamala Harris and not the jab, to your point. Um, and it's because nothing would change. Right. And, and I'm okay with nothing changing right now. Um, because we have to have a realization, a come to Jesus moment, a revival of liberty for something to actually change. We're we're either going down this slope of of socialism, and you realize that you need to insulate yourself from it by actually physically picking up and moving to places that won't enact this, that won't do it, and that can take some time. I understand that, but we all have sacrifices that we have to make if you do love liberty. And in, in some cases, that might mean staying and fighting. Other cases, it might mean, nah, I'm good. You guys are too far gone. So uh, we'll see what goes on there. Um, it's not easy to just pick up and move, but sometimes you have to make those sacrifices, right? Um, so it'll be interesting. But um, yeah, to your point, um, yeah, I'll take my bodily autonomy when it comes to putting something into my body. And this is the difference. And I want to be clear here because I don't know if we've been clear about this. But um, a lot of people have been talking about, well, you support bodily autonomy when it comes to putting something into your body, but you don't support a woman's bodily autonomy. Yeah, I do. You made the choice to uh, engage in coitus, right? Right. That was the something you put into your body. The the um, logic Literally. is not the same. It's not the same. And I've tried to explain that. I'm like, you, you, abortion is not about just your body anymore it's about somebody else's body but i don't see it that way because we had we had the pictures yesterday right the i don't know if you saw this on twitter it was going around but the uh pro-abortion protesters uh parasites leave my body and it was a picture of a of a unborn baby that that is the spirit of the age that is the sickness these people you know we've talked about them not wanting the constitution we've talked about them you know um, basically null and voiding the the social contract that we have, right? The social contract right. that most Republicans and most Democrats have had over time has been, we're going to fight over the Constitution. And we believe in the Constitution. We believe in the framework of our republic. Again, I, I'm telling you right now, these people are socialists. They believe in socialist economics. They believe in socialist policies. They don't believe in the democratic part of the democratic socialist of America. They believe it as much as the Nazis believed in democracy. Right? Right. That's the sickness of the spirit of the age. The, these people would just as assume, um, yeah, it's just crazy. Just absolutely crazy. I just I just can't even with these people anymore. They would just assume that a an unborn baby is a parasite as they would believe in democracy. How do you have a social contract with that? How? That that it is not something you can discuss away, right? You can't have a debate and change a mind of one side or the other because it is two completely different, not even <clears throat> edge of a worldview, it is two completely different worldviews, two completely different set of rules and values. The only people that you'd be speaking to is the people in the audience. And unless those people are open to argument on this issue, 
They're not convincing anybody of anything. But that doesn't mean you don't shine a light on the spirit of the age. That doesn't mean that you don't shine that light on the atrocity of the value system that believes that a human being is a parasite. <clears throat> and furthermore, it is not a parasitic relationship on a biological level. It is not. Uh, a parasite sucks off of the host to kill the host then eventually. Okay? A, a tick is a parasite, right? What happens to the, Technically, the, yes, the tick by, if, it, by if it doesn't get yes. its blood? It dies, mm. right? Right. Okay. A baby that is being born through the natural process of of biology receives food and nutrients through the mother it doesn't it doesn't suck off of the mother's ability to live that that's the difference here it doesn't say i get all the nutrients and screw you and you're dead no that baby is fed nutrients through the mother feeding itself Herself, by the way. Let's be abundantly clear on that. So I, I just look at it from the that perspective of bodily autonomy means something that I get to make a decision about for my body. My body, my choice ends when the choice that I made about my body has the consequence, right? So, for example, right? My body, my choice. You have the choice to take the vaccine. Well, guess what? After you've taken the vaccine, right, for COVID-19, do you or do you not have any control over the potential to get myocarditis? No. no you lose that control. You lose that control. There's the par there's the the parallel if you will, right? Once you have done something, once you have taken an action into your body, you lose the ability to control. It's just that simple. You don't get to reverse the effects of the, the COVID-19 jab. It's not how that works. It's not how any of that works. Now, that having been said, Pat, uh, your Would You Rather on this beautiful Fish Fry Friday edition of the show. Well, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a would you rather with my would you rather. Would you rather have politics or would you rather have sports? Sports. Alrighty then. Would you rather play baseball, professional baseball, for the St. Louis Cardinals or the New York Yankees? Mm. This is a tough one, but I would go with the St. Louis Cardinals. Why? Now, this is antithetical to my Brewers fandom, right? This, this is why I asked the question. Uh, because the Sud series and, and the history between the two and, and all that. But I, I, I would. I, so I get playing for the historically great New York Yankees, right? The, the history and all that. But the St. Louis Cardinals have the same kind of historically great history. 
St. Louis is a baseball town. And so St. Louis is a baseball town first and foremost. Okay. And I've been to St. Louis on multiple occasions. I, I, I love that city. It has got some fantastic history to it. It's got crime. It's got all the things that are wrong with America today. Blah, 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 blah. But when I look at it from a purely baseball standpoint, I would love to play for that team. Um, the franchise does it right. It's a beautiful stadium. The The fans, um, while not super forgiving, are not New York fans. And that's where I'm going to go with that. I I don't know if I could handle the the scrutiny, the pressure, the insanity. Like if you have like a down month, look the hell out, right? As a player, um, what what the media, what the fans will do to you. Um, I just I just look at it from that perspective. Um, I would much rather also play in the NL Central than in the American League East, because you have five teams, right? Mm-hmm. And four out of those five, so you've got the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox, and the Rays. And they're all deadly teams. Yeah, they are. You've got the Brewers and the Cardinals. In the oddly enough, That's it. Oddly enough that the Orioles have won 10 straight. Right, and they're still the worst team in that division. I know. And the Toronto Blue Jays, who are in a playoff position as of right now, just fired their manager like two days ago. Yeah, I know. I saw that. So again, I would much rather be in the cozy comforts of the NL Central. And I'll take a Midwestern summer uh, any day of the week over being in New York City. It's just that simple. Fair enough. What about you? So so oddly enough, this question also applies to me because I'm a big Cincinnati Reds fan, right? Um, Allegedly. And, and so I, I, I chose... Shut up. You know I am. Loser. Of course you're a Reds fan, you ginger. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So what, what I was saying is. is by by is the way, because, Pat, real quick, um, just so you're aware, uh, it's the red stockings, not the red heads. No, it's the red. It's the red legs. Right. Yeah. You don't have red legs. You have a red. You have a red head. How do you know? You've never seen my legs. Nor do I want to. Yeah. For your wife, um, uh, eyes only, right? Right. So, <clears throat> so I, I chose this question because it, it, the way I saw it was was the St. Louis Cardinals for us, being that you are a Brewers fan, being that I'm a Reds fan, is is probably our most hated team in, in our division. Um, I would argue the Cubs are more hated by Brewers fans than uh, than the Cardinals oh, really? are. Okay. But but I mean, um, but it's a big rivalry. There's no there's no question about it because it has more competitiveness to it. Right. And and, and so for for being a Reds fan, I mean, we, we absolutely hate St. Louis. Absolutely mm-hmm. hate them. Um, I also hate the Yankees. I, I, I've known too many Yankees fans throughout my life who just think, you know, they are the greatest baseball team ever. Yet they, you know, it's been a while since they've been to our World Series. Um. I just I can't stand them. I can't stand the Yankee mentality. I can't stand the fans. I can't like like the scrutiny that you were talking about. Um, you're right. It's crazy. Um, it just I, I wouldn't want that. Um, so I, I would take the St. Louis Cardinals um, because you're, I mean, I've never been to Bush Stadium, but I've seen plenty of pictures of it. And it is a beautiful stadium. St. Louis, from, from what I've heard, my wife has family there. 
mm-hmm. um, is an absolutely beautiful city. Um, and, yeah, so and if you get if you stay in the downtown area, um, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. There, the, some of the suburb areas are really beautiful too. I mean, mm-hmm. you're right on the Mississippi and and all of that, but yeah. Right. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. There's crime. There's there's some horrible stuff that happens like but, everywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's th- there are certainly things that you know, like like w- while I would um, not necessarily like playing for the car because I'd much rather play for my Reds. But who, what fun is it to, to, to have a would you rather would you rather play for your team that, that you root for or, you know, something else like like it, it everybody picks their own team. Right. So. Yep. Um, so yeah, so in, in my case, I would also go with the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, uh, absolutely, hundred uh, percent. I, I I tend to gravitate towards their history more than I gravitate towards the Yankees' history. Well, they, if I remember correctly, they have the second most World Series wins um, to the Yankees. Yankees have by far the most. I think the next closest is going to be the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, let me find out for you. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Yeah, and they've also I think had the second most appearances as well. Um, uh, it might be the I take that back. It might be the Dodgers with the second most appearances. Let me think about that. There's 21. That's 20, 19. Yeah, so the Dodgers have the second most appearances. Right. Uh, but the Cardinals have the second most wins. You are correct. At 11, the Yankees have 27. Seven. Yeah. Now, you know what's funny, though? Both of the teams um, that are ahead of the um, the Cardinals in terms of appearances in the World Series mm-hmm. are the Brooklyn slash Los Angeles Dodgers and the New York slash San Francisco Giants, right? Right. They both have losing records in the World Series. Uh, the Giants are 8-12 and 12 and the Dodgers are 7-14. and 14. Ooh. Both are usually fairly solid teams, though, too. And by the way, shout out to both of those organizations for making it really easy to do the mental math on how many appearances they've made. <laughs> Seven and 14. Oh, eight and 12. Oh, that's real tough to put together mentally in 2.2 seconds. Because by the way, folks, mm-hmm. as much as I love data, I am terrible at math. Like, that's the funny part. You don't have to be good at math to know data. You just have to be able to critically think. And then let the formulas and algorithms and all that stuff do the mental math for you. <laughs> that having been said, um, Pat, um, how about uh, we move on from uh, Would You Rather? I like that one, by the way. That was a good one. Um, let's go Ooh, and you, move. Like, let's move on. Are you ready to play the B or not the B? Oh, I'm, I'm very ready to play the B or not the B. Then lay that headline on me at least one time. Alrighty. Inflation's so bad you can only get 2.08 grams of crack for the same price you could get 20.8 grams. Inflation's so bad you can only get 2.8 grams of crack for the same price you could get you could once get for 20.8 grams. Is this the B or not the B? While you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, if you haven't yet checked out Reviving Liberty, you need to um, go to revivingliberty.com or wherever your favorite podcasts are played and uh, check it out. It is the manifesto of Andrew Coppins of how we re- revive liberty in this country. 
Um, it's important, <clears throat> and it's going to be running up, I believe, until the midterm election this year. We have an episode dropping each week. Every uh, Tuesday so, at uh, 8 a.m. Central Time. So you're going to want to check that out. It is something that it's it's for us. It is for the people. It is not about relying on government. It's not relying about unelected officials or any particular politician. It's about relying on you, us, the people. How do we do that? So go to revivingliberty.com or wherever your favorite podcasts are played and share it. Share it far and wide. Everyone needs this. To your point, I call it my manifesto to the future of liberty. And my argument is we can look to the past to inform the future, but we can't just look to the past. Um, So we've taken some steps to talk about principles. We've taken a step to talk about rooting ourselves in God because, yes, they were correct. Our founding fathers were correct. Our nation has to be founded on um, a root of not Christianity per se, but a root in nature and nature's law, which comes from God. That's the reality. Root ourselves in God again. Uh, Let's talk about principles of natural rights. Let's talk about principles of self-governance. Let's talk about principles of free markets. And most importantly, personal freedom. Um, That's where we're at. Uh, We'll be taking step number three this next Tuesday. And it's all about shining a light. So check it out, revivingliberty.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for the plug. By the way, I'm I'm going to be making a, a guest appearance, uh, uh, Pat, on um, a friend of yours show, correct? Yes. Yes. So you're going to yes. want to check uh, that out. Yep. Uh, if, you, if you haven't checked out the Brian Hyde show, um, you should. Uh, he's really good. I used to work with him up at uh, K-Talk up in Salt Lake. Um, he used to do a show up there called Loving Liberty. And you act now like he, you live like 50 miles away from Salt Lake City. Uh, no, I live like 20 minutes from Salt Lake City. Right. All the way up in Salt Lake City. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. But but uh, anyway, he does his own show now called The Brian Hyde Show. He's very much rooted in principles of liberty. Um, I, I think it'll be a fascinating interview. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah. So again, check it out. Um, I believe that would be for today's show. Um, so check out the Brian Hyde show. I'll be on that uh, today. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. Give me that headline one more time. All right. Inflation so bad. You can only get 2.8 grams of crack for the same price. You could once get 20.8 grams. <laughs> oh, this has got to be the Babylon B, uh, because this is a fantastic reference to, um, um, Hunter Biden's predilection for cracking prostitutes at the same time, especially Russian hookers at the same time. And uh, we get to see the scale telling us that he's got 20 grams of crack. So are you sure this is the Babylon B? Yeah, sure. The price of crack has not gone down. If anything, it has gone up. Um, well, maybe the price of crack has gone down. The price of fentanyl is probably what's gone up. But but the the way this headline reads, what you get for two point eight grams is you got to get it's twenty point eight grams now is what what the cost. No, it'd be what you used to be able to get, right? Because inflation is so high that you could get twenty point eight grams. Now you can only get two. So no, I don't agree with that. Uh, the the price of crack is the price of crack. 
<laughs> I mean, well, you would be correct. Is this the Pebble on the street and find out for you here? Mm. Frustrated drug, <laughs> frustrated drug addicts uh, report inflation has become so out of control that they are now only get, able to get a tenth of the crack they used to be able to buy for the same price. Ugh. When did crack get so expensive, said Hunter Biden, as he said, as he and his friend, Crystal Candy, <laughs> carefully measured out their crack. I used to get a, a way more crack for my money before my dad became president. Oh, well, at least I got this crack pipe for free. Given the apparent skyrocketing price of illicit drugs, the Americans have had to resort in selling their dad's political influence for cash. Even as even that has gotten harder for some reason, none of the companies in Ukraine will talk to, to me right now, said Hunter. I guess I'll have to go back to pretending to paint. Man, I, I, I was really sure I, I bought 20 grams of crack, but dad doesn't call me the smartest person for nothing. Uh, Secret Service drove over 12 over from their 12 million Malibu mansion to check on Hunter and attempt to assure him that he did, in fact, have over 20 grams of crack. No, no, no. Bad Hunter, shouted hey, Agent McMath. Bad Hunter. That, that's that's way too much crack for the two of you. Hunter, don't, don't you try to smoke all that. Don't make me use the tranquilizer darts again. At publishing bad time, hunter, bad, some, bad dr hunter. some drug dealers disputed that crack has, in fact, become a tenth more expensive. But Hunter assured reporters he has lots and lots and lots of video proof. Now, when we talk about this story, because we haven't really covered this on the show at all, but I want to be clear about this, and I think we talked about the reason a little bit, but I want to be abundantly clear. While this is sad and funny and horrible at the same time, horrible in the words of uh, Charles Barkley, uh -huh. Um, this is also dangerous for America. And this is why the story matters, because this moron, and it, it, let's be abundantly clear on this, Hunter Biden, whether sober or is under the influence of drugs, is a moron. Joe Biden is also a moron because we know even before he started down the dementia road that he was one of the least smart, one of the dumbest people in politics in Washington, D.C. One of the dumbest, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. Well, how did he, how did he, how did this happen? How did that happen, right? How did how did we get down that road? Blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? These people were being used, right? The the setup of Burisma with the the Hunter Biden and, and his cohorts, the setup of the Chinese um people. What what were they what were they doing? They were using them as influence peddlers, right? Th they actually thought they were in control. That's what makes this dumb. They actually thought they were the ones in control of the influence peddling. 
Hunter Biden literally handed Burisma, the Chinese government, the Russian government, all of our enemies, every single bit of bend me over the barrel, literally and figuratively, material as a nation because he is this close to the president of the United States of America. And more importantly, because he was this dumb to have led a paper trail, a video trail, all of these things of him and his dad's corruption, right? Joe and Joe and Hunter Biden's corruption is on tape. It is on in text messages. It's in all the things that were saved within his, how dumb are you? If you are the one that's in control, none of this would have existed. None of this. Well, he wasn't in control because of addiction. No, he was not in control prior to addiction. You don't save these things if you are in control of your faculties. You, If you are Joe Biden, you don't speak on the phone with Hunter Biden like that. Right? You don't put together text message strings. You don't do these things. You work through intermediaries. You work through security. You work through whomever to pass messages or do whatever you need to do to keep it off the books if you're smart. It's still corruption, right? But smart, corrupt people don't do what Hunter and Joe did, okay? They don't. We have a corrupted and corruptible president of the United States. We have the situation that the Democratic Party literally tried to hammer and nail to, um, to Donald Trump in 2016, right? The, the very case that they made about Donald Trump, which was completely and totally actually proven to be made up. Let me be abundantly clear on that. Totally made up. There's not a single shred of the, the accusations made against Donald Trump by Hillary Clinton that are true. Not one of them. There is not a single solitary one of them to be true. The very thing that they warned us about and why it was so dangerous to elect Donald Trump as president in 2016 landed us in the position we are. Why have we not just blown Russia out of the water when it comes to if we really care about Ukraine, right? We have spent more money in Ukraine, by the way, Pat, in less than six months than we have ever spent in Afghanistan. We sent over a trillion dollars their direction. My point in all of this is these are the people that the Democrats warned you about in 2016. It's just with a D next to their name instead of an R. They're dangerous for America because they're corrupt. There's a paper trail and a video trail. Why do you think China is waiting? Here's what I think on that. I think China is waiting for the moment where Biden slips up and goes to war in Ukraine. That's the second that they that they start firing those missiles on Taiwan. 
And the only people holding Biden back from actual war over there, like physical ground troops, I don't know who they are. I think there's some of the people in the Joint Chiefs of Staff in the military, but I don't know. It's utter insanity. Utter insanity that we have a president who is this corruptible and this malleable because of his personal foibles and corruption and ability to go to federal pound me in the ass prison. That, that's, that's the danger here. You know, we have the January 6th committee who is trying to get charges brought against um, the, the past president, right? If any any of the past presidents or current president deserves a uh, a look for federal charges, it is Joseph Robinette Biden. Um, you you mean Marionette? Right, but I was giving his government name. It's Robinette. I thought it was Marionette. No, that's his political. <clears throat> oh. Oh. So, yes, uh, this current president, um, you can make that argument that that there's enough evidence or the potentiality for enough evidence that um, he could be brought up in federal corruption charges, fe- federal bribery charges. More importantly, federal I'm acting as a foreign agent charges, right? The things they tried to hang multiple members of the um, Trump administration around, right? They tried to hang those charges on him of being an unregistered foreign agent. Let's play that game. That's how corrupted our entire system is, that this is open corruption, and it doesn't matter. Any more proof we live in a banana republic? Any more proof we live in an oligarchy and not a republic anymore? But I digress, Pat. Because it is also time for us to crown a brand new Richard of the week. All right. Um, nominees, Mr. Patrick Oney. All righty then. We have Vladimir for his war crimes in Ukraine. Allegedly. We have the uh, UC Berkeley professor from the uh, other day. I can't remember her name now, but uh, we, we played the clip of her being questioned by uh, Josh Hawley. Hawley. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to all of the witnesses for being here. Uh, before uh, I, I want to visit with you, Ms. Maskey, but before I do, I just want to clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times you've used a phrase. I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, There are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women. You mean that one? Yeah, I mean that one. Mm, Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have uh, Senator Hirano for her. uh, Oh, you mean for this? Originalism, they, uh, the justices who take that approach go all the way back to our founding fathers and pretend that they know what our founding fathers meant when they drafted the Constitution. 
I use the word pretend because who the heck would, should, would, would know what our founding fathers meant? Um, is there any reference to AR-15 rifles in our Constitution? Man, she is so stupid. I, I mean, she... When Joe Biden left the Senate, she took over the stupid crown. Like, she is absolutely bought stupid. Like, mm-hmm. you, did, did you study any history at all? Like, any sort of colonial history, American history at all on the island of Hawaii? Just, just asking there, Maisie. Because, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's only like the Federalist Papers, uh, Thomas Jefferson's famed letters that are saved forever. There's only the John Adams to Abigail Adams, um, you know, only George Washington's personal writings. We only um, Ben Franklin's personal (laughs) diary. We we only have all of those things to kind of help us guide our way. Right. These people were. They didn't write anything down, right, Pat? They didn't do no, anything no, no that would suggest as to what they actually meant by the, th- the things that they put down in pretty plain bleeping English. We, we just have the Constitution that's old and outdated and just needs to be wiped clean. She has got to be <clears throat> the dumbest person I have ever come across in the Senate. She's a, yeah, she was going to say she she's probably the dumbest in the Senate. Maxine Waters clearly the dumbest in the uh um House of Representatives, only backed up by AOC and and a few other really intelligent individuals. I was going to say I could make the argument for I think for a few different ones in the in the in the House. Yeah, but Maxine Waters, Sheila Jackson <clears throat> Lee, um mm. yeah. What's the the cowboy hat wearing one? I can't remember her name. You know what I'm talking about, right? She's I know exactly what you're talking about. She's from Texas. Is it I Texas believe. or Florida? It's I believe it's Texas. I think it's Florida, actually. Is it? Yeah. She's the one that's always got to be up front and uh, like shaking and glad-handing during the uh, State of the Union address. Yeah, I think she's from Florida. Uh, Anywho. In, in, in any case, in any case, we, we do have one more nominee. And then it's going to be Baby Braun Braun James. Do you, do, do you by chance know why Baby Braun Braun James? Uh, Brittany Griner um, shouldn't come back to America because America doesn't like her. Yes, yes. Uh, oh. Basically for saying that uh, Brittany Griner shouldn't want to come back to America. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, yeah, so <clears throat> Andrew Coppins. Who is this week's winner for Richard of the Week? Oh, man. So, I'm going to go with Maisie Hirano because I'm getting getting sick and tired of Vladimir Putin, and let's face it, the war is the war at this point, right? Um, right. I'm going to go with Maisie Hirano for the suggestion that nobody would have a clue as to what uh, our founding fathers meant because it's just... It's ignorance, right? It's willful ignorance. And I don't suffer willful ignorance very well. I really don't. Because there's there's a multitude. Go to Barnes & Noble and pick up a United States history book or just blindly scan and you're likely to hit 
a, hear me out, a biography or a contextual reading of one of the founding fathers or some of the things that they <clears throat> wrote during, after, or even before the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. I mean, it, the willful ignorance of this, to me, is insane. We literally had a fight on paper, on paper, recorded history for Evs, y'all, about the ratification and the meaning of the Constitution of the United States of America. It was called the Federalist Papers. It's not even dumb. It's willful, bleeping ignorance. And you want to know why reviving liberty exists, right? You want to know? It's this kind of bullshit. It, it ticks me off to no end. Because it's not just, I, 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 I'm trying to score a political point. She probably has never even read the damn Federalist, Federalist Papers. Probably has never done it. Uh, I doubt she knows they exist. Did they know what an AR-15... Did they know what a nuclear weapon was? Did they know what a plane was? Did they know about human flight? For shit's sake, Ben Franklin, their contemporary, figured out electricity by accident. They didn't even know how to light a house without a candle. Or a gas lamp. Oh, wait, they didn't even have gas lamps. And we hear this all the time from these people. All the time. And by the way, uh, the, the, the person from Florida, I was right. It's Frederick, Frederica Wilson. That's who we're talking oh, about. Oh, it's Florida? Okay. She's from Florida. Uh, Florida District 24, Pat. Florida District Ooh. number 24. Um, and uh, trying to figure out exactly where um, that rep is representative of. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just wow. Wow, 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 wow. Anyway, um, I, I just, I can't. I can't even with that kind of ignorance. I just can't. I don't know about you. I I'm I'm going to I'm actually going to respectfully disagree on this one. Um not that not that I don't see your point because I do, but I I chalk that more up to just flat out ignorance than being Richard. In this case, I mean, I I I could make the case for being Richard, but but for me, I I got to go with baby Bron Bron James. Cuz okay. I'm 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 frankly just part of Vladimir Putin. Right, but I can make a case that it, that's also ignorance. But for me, I think the, the, the Maisie Hirano thing, right, is willful mm. ignorance. And it's also attempting to make some political hay out of idiocy, right? The suggestion that because somebody didn't see something coming 100 or 200 years later in terms of, of an invention, right. the fact that they didn't see that coming means something is null and void is insane. Right, we we never, for crying out loud, we were using leeches as a as a what, as a uh, medicinal a medicinal 
as a way mm. to cure things in 1776. We didn't even have a clue about parasites or or viruses or anything. We had no clue. No. Had we no. had that clue, the potato famine wouldn't have happened in Ireland. And I don't know if either one of our families would be here, by the way. We might still be in Ireland, Pat. That that's possible. I but but here's the thing with with LeBron. I mean, this is almost like, dude, if you don't like it here, if you're going to make comments like that, go to freaking China and live there. Oh, 100 percent. I 100 percent agree. Like, like, just I'm, I'm sick of comments like because like Brittany Griner, I mean, say what you want about the woman. Say say what you want about what she did. Russian prison is no cakewalk. And and I, I can't imagine what she's going through over there. I mean, that, that's it just sounds like an awful situation to me. I would at least want to come back to the country where I'm, where I'm free. Because damn. Yeah, but they don't care about her, Pat. I mean, the, the other part of that is the fact that you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. None. No, that's true. You're LeBron right. James has, is not. Hey, uh, Mr. President, that, that ain't happening. And first of all, you ain't. <laughs> you, you, you are not. This is hilarious, by the way. You are not Dennis Rodman, right? You are not a uh, international ambassador uh, to any political sense in any way, shape, or form. I mean, if you are, congratulations. You're probably a sleeper agent for China. I mean, go ahead, man. Leave. Bye. Take the Chinese money. Play in the CBL. Why are at it? Play in the Chinese Basketball League. Why not? Which is my point. Yeah. So. I, all along, though, the Brittany Griner thing ticks me off to no end because... Um, you be so dumb for real, so dumb if you decide to go to a foreign country and break a law. I don't right. care if you agree with the law or not. If you go ahead and break the law, you're going to suffer some consequences. And if you're dumb enough to, I don't know, chase more money by going to play overseas and play in, in a country that is literally at war with your direct um, friends, you be so dumb for real, so dumb for thinking you're going to get away with anything while you're over there. The second right. you screw up once, they're going to hammer you. They're going to make a political point out of you. You be dumb for real so dumb. And with that, Pat, um, it is time for us to uh, to move over to the Friar. I think we can agree to disagree on this one. Um, but I'm willing to grant your premise of LeBron James. So we'll, we'll name him the Richard of the Week. I was going to say I was willing to grant your premise of Maisie Hirono. So, so we'll, we'll go with we'll go with LeBron, LeBron James. Uh, I'm going to be okay. a gracious host. Okay, Thank but you. that means we got to get to the fryer. All right, Pat. So it is time for the fryer. Um, I've got one for you that I'm going to throw into the fryer first, and then uh, we'll we'll switch off here for a little bit. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to throw this into the fryer. <laughs> you're right. What did I just watch? 
You just watched a toddler um, deciding that he was going to throw hands on an ATF agent, by the way. Um, and and so the, the furtherance of this story, um, these ATF agents were there serving a warrant in the neighborhood. And this kid just walked up to him. And this has got to be a, what, maybe three, four-year-old at best? Yeah. Where, where the hell is mom and dad? You think mom and dad are there? You think first of all, you think dad is there? Well, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> That's a fair point. Oh boy! Yeah. Now, you're regardless of the fact that my my grandfather was a captain in the uh, sheriff's department. If I talk to anybody in authority that way, whoa, <laughs> my mom would have beat the. Would you be spending the night in jail cell? Oh, 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 Lord, I'm pretty sure my grandfather would have uh, taken care of that. Uh, wow. Um, yeah. If this does not speak to the culture that exists in the United States of America, I don't know. I, I mean, the fatherlessness, the this speaks to everything that is wrong with America in one 30 second clip. And, and I. I totally respect the restraint that the ATF agents uh, um, held there. The swearing, I mean, the hitting, the um, disrespect. It, it, holy smokes, man. And also uh, parents uh, or, or birthing persons um, who, um, you know, this, this is, this, let's just put it this way. Remember uh, BLM Inc., Pat? Remember their manifesto, if you will, their their statement yeah. of values, right? Um, yeah. They don't believe in in the um, nuclear family. Nuclear family, right? Yep. They believe that the the village, the the town, the neighborhood should be involved in raising the child. What the hell? This is what happens when that happens. By the way, this is what happens when that happens. Good luck on that. You know, in in it gets to the point for me where, hey, let's pull pull the cops out, pull them all out, have at it, have at it, Hoss. See what happens. The, the sad reality of this is, I'm sure that kid is not. There's no discipline. That, that kid learned that behavior somewhere. Oh, very clearly, and it's from yeah. the brother who's behind him calling the 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 Oreo head, right? Because you're black and white on the inside because you're a cop. Uh, right. This is a learned behavior from the neighborhood, by the way, because it takes a village, right, Pat? Right. Now, if it took mom and dad, <clears throat> you'd be in some serious ass trouble. Yep. Uh, now, Pat, your fryer story. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to go with this one to start with. Amazon rejects what is a woman ads while promoting gender identity books. I mean, but to be fair, Pat, to be mm. fair on this, um, they have an LGBTQ like section, right? For their books. So, so yeah. what? So what? My my thing is also what does a woman was the number one book in that category for, for like a week before I they know. <clears throat> caught on. I know. 
it, my 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 thing is this is like like are you really are you really going to to censor this at this point? What good is it to you? Right, it was the number one selling LGBTQ book in, uh, and it was also the number one book in gender studies, by the way. <laughs> which is which is really funny because this is a study on um, sex and gender. Gender is a social construct. No, it's actually a linguistic construct, by the way. <clears throat> maybe maybe I should go with this one. A uh, gay couple sues IVF clinic for implanting a girl embryo when they requested a boy. <sighs> okay. Mm. That, that That's not how this works. That's not how mm. any of this is supposed to work. And I'm not talking about... Um, um, <clears throat> I'm talking about how how the hell would you know? So you're creating embryos and they're just sitting in a tube. Um. So we're just now mechanically. Wait, what? Because I'm pretty sure there's no way to know whether or not it's a boy or a girl that early on. Number one, and uh, number two. <clears throat> hear me out on this, Pat. There's an egg. There is a sperm, the sperm and the egg meet, and they, right? And the, the, that forms a baby. And uh, there is really literally no way to know whether or not that's going to be a boy or a girl. So, where are they suggesting they, they, this is eugenics, people? This is eugenics. Now, why would a gay couple, by the way, care if it was a boy or a girl? Uh, this, that, that was my first question. Second of all, wouldn't you just be thankful to have a kid? Right. Number one. But number two, why are they selecting a boy over a girl? I have some theories in the uh, <clears throat> the LGBTQ alphabet soup mafia are not going to mm. like those theories very much. By the way, this is a lesbian couple that that uh, uh, wanted this. Not, not a even a lesbian like, couple. Yeah, it's a lesbian couple. Makes it even more interesting. Why? Why, why mm. would you not want a girl? I, I don't understand. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Is I did. I didn't understand that. Weird. Yeah. Very weird and very eugenicist of you. But hey, yeah. um, believe it or not, that's not what eugenics is. Yes, yes, it is. It is literally the selection of society based off of immutable characteristics such as sex, race, um. Eye color, hair color. Those are all immutable characteristics, right? Those are all right. things that are based off of genetics. So yeah, we're not genetically picking our society. Nope, not at all. Sure sounds like it in this case, doesn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to end on a happy note here on the fryer. I'm not really throwing this into the fryer, but I... I, I this has to get played, and, and I think this will be how we end the show. Um, this. Wow. <laughs> this is a classic example of white privilege, and you both have it. Uh, what's that? Anyone want to fill them in? Um, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. 
So white privilege is when white people, particularly men, automatically assume they can take whatever they want. And they never have to worry about getting stopped by the police. And they have the inside track for any job they- I got they... this one, Aisha. They have the inside track for any job they want. Exactly, Gage. Thank you for that. That's white privilege. Whoa. And we have that? You sure do. I see. Whoa. I never realized this stuff. Uh, yeah, you've really opened up my eyes. Well, I'm glad we've been able to enlighten you. The real question is, do you think you'll be acting differently from now on? Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, yeah. Step aside, please. We have white privilege. Yeah, 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 check it out. Don't worry, it's okay. We automatically assume we can take what we want. And we don't have to worry about the police. It's okay, you didn't know. We didn't either. Good stuff now. This is what we were taught, sir. <laughs> Mike Judge over the top rope for the win. That is hilarious. Pat, your favorite part of that. Uh it, it, it's just when when she's when they're sitting there and they're explaining white privilege to them and He's like, so are you going to act differently from now? And just a look on 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 uh, Butthead's face. Oh, I guarantee that we're going to be acting differently. See, see, my favorite part is is Mike Judge inserting uh, male privilege, right? And and mansplaining into the white privilege discussion where the, the oh, man too, bond yeah. uh, facial hair wearing guy. I, Aisha, I got this one. <laughs> Uh, also Aisha I believe was white which is hilarious um, because they named named it uh, a little more uh, Afrocentric but oh my god the hilarity of excuse me let me mansplain this while also <laughs> inducing white privilege yeah oh. yeah I, I, I now have white privilege to do whatever the hell oh wait I have all these privileges now what I we didn't show I you is the before. end of that scene because that's from uh, I believe uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe right and um, that's on Paramount Plus, by the way, right now. Um, but what you didn't see is that uh, after they go, they go into the bookstore, right? And they steal all the clothing from the bookstore. And then as they leave the bookstore, they can see the, the police out front. And there's a police car that just unmanned police car. They steal the police car, back it into a fire pole. And the cops draw on them and they say, hey, hey, hey I got white privilege. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord mike judge <laughs> on that note though pat um your final thoughts for today uh don't get lost remember who you are no means no and uh apparently we all have white privilege now please be smart be safe be kind have a great weekend and as always matthew 547 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.